0: Hello and welcome back to Lounge Books. I'm Sophie and I'm Claire and we are currently on our fifth book club book all my Days, and it is tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. I'm really pleased you remember how many books we've read. Do you know what? I, I sometimes struggle <laughs> to remember. <laughs> I'm like, what are we on now? I keep thinking it's four but it can't be four. It's definitely five. And the, uh, well, should we mention the author? Gabrielle Zevin is the author, yes. a Z, a surname with a Z. You don't Zed. get many of them, do you? Very rare, very rare. Though, the rarest surname is definitely those that begin with a U. Because yes. when we were in the library, yes. there was like four books, and they were all by Jane Ur. Yeah, or Q. <laughs> Q, yeah, is <Q's> pretty uh, <laughs> slim as well. I think I might change my last name to a Q if I was to ever become an author. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to, you know, fill the shelf. But yeah, I, we read the first forty-six pages, the first oh. three chapters. It is very different to anything else we have read so far.
1: Very, very different. Very different. I'm, I'm in quite enjoying the um, uh, the characters, though. I'm not quite, don't quite know the characters yet, but they're sort of start, I'm starting to get a little bit of a picture. I get the impression that Sam's a little bit geeky type thing
0: bit a little bit (laughs) 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 very much so (laughs) he's very um introverted
1: sam i would say i would say he is isn't he and he was in the hospital because he had a, a very bad in a very bad car accident but we don't know too many details of what happened with that car accident do we
0: no we don't really know a lot about sam so in the book there's it kind of pivots around these two main characters, Sam and Sadie. And they meet at a hospital and they're kids. And then we kind of grow with them as they get older and how their relationship builds. But so far within these first pages, it started off with Sam, but then we focused a lot on Sadie and her development. But as you say, we still don't know a lot about these characters. We're almost on the fringes of who they are. But we do know more about Sadie than Sam because... At the moment, I know Sam had a car accident, had a tragic past, his ethnicity, but other than that, not a clue.
1: No, no, we don't know much at all. And Sadie I, sounds like she comes from quite an affu- affluent background, but is not very popular and clearly puts her foot in it quite a lot, I feel. I
0: think, do you think Sadie's autistic a bit?
1: Do you know what? You know you say that. I was actually thinking that when I was reading it, that she was maybe a little bit autistic, just because of the reaction people have towards her. To her. Mm. You know, that girl on that
0: course didn't want anything to do with her, did she? Oh, she was horrible, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think I put it on Instagram. Yes, I you really did. I really love... Some of the feminist yes. sort of phrases and writing that she has put into this book, you read it and you go, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you've ever been in a situation where you're one of the few women in the room, you never you never band together. It's really weird. No. <laughs> women are weird, though. Women are weird. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a certain type of woman. You know, if you're a woman that always just wants to please a man, you don't really like other women. Yeah. Strange. <laughs> but, yeah, I really loved some of the writing in this. Yeah, it's been really good. And as for Dove or Dolph, whatever his name is. He could do oh one. My,
1: oh, my goodness. You just want to give him a slap, don't you?
0: Yeah, he's horrible. Ho- what a horrible character. And I feel like Sadie deserves so much better. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I think he
1: really took advantage of her and used mm-hmm. her um And I think, I think that she, if she is
0: autistic,
1: that showed in that relationship as well.
0: It did. I think the things that make me go is—is is she on the spectrum? Is because the way she talks about socialising with others, and the way she picks up on social cues, and even when she first meets Sam in the hospital, and she's doing. She's filling in her charity hours while she's speaking Mm. to Sam, but she doesn't want to tell him because in her mind there's no problem because she's getting two things for the price of one. Whereas everybody else knows that that would be a problem because of the social expectation and cues that, you know, you can pick up on. But the fact that she didn't and the way she viewed that relationship made me go hmm Mm. (laughs) she could be on the spectrum here of autism
1: yes because she was very excited about how many times it was adding up to that she was seeing Sam Mm. but yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway it's it's interesting reading it's good reading I read those 46 pages very very quickly
0: me too when I first opened the book I thought am I going to get to 46 pages for our next speak to Claire but I've read it in an evening, and I was really upset that I couldn't continue because. Yeah. So there's some words in this book that are very long, and I have to keep googling. What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> and the sentences are so. I don't know. They're they're deep sentences. You've got to read every single one, but I can't. I'm just mm. kind of obsessed with it. And yeah, there is a lot of video good. game jargon in there, but.
1: Oh yes, because I, I do have a question for you. Being mm. um, a bit of a gamer <laughs> that you are. Sophie, um, I would like to know, can you land high on the flagpole in the Super Mario game?
0: Right, so I'm going to, if people like video games, they might not like to hear this, but I'm not a huge Nintendo fan, which means Super Mario was not in my repertoire as a young gamer. (laughs) So my Mario skills are awful. I was a PlayStation gamer through and through. Now I do dabble in Nintendo, but no. I can't land on the flagpole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, when I saw that, I was like, I've got to go ask Sophie that because yeah. she's a gamer. How, oh, talking about the video games though, the game that she designed,
0: Solitaire, that sounds such a great game. I absolutely loved her game concept. You know what? When- everyone was saying your game is sick it's so disturbing and then when you actually heard about the game I was like no this is genius absolutely genius (laughs) it is because it just it it was just perfect I don't really want to spoil it if you guys haven't read the book but no what I want to play that video game probably wouldn't have an effect now that I'd know the outcome but (laughs) yeah yeah, I absolutely thought what an amazing concept I know and does that sort of trigger you that
1: her autism as well; that she's got that mindset. Don't know. Yeah,
0: but she's very creative and she's very dedicated yeah. to tasks that she sets her mind to, and she just think outside the box. I I do wonder if it is going to come up in the book at any point if she ever had a diagnosis, or maybe mm. it would just go undescribed. But I think she's such an interesting character. I really love following yeah. Sadie because the way Sam sees Sadie is not how we see Sadie. No. Do you know, Sam no, sees Sadie as this really glamorous, lots of money, popular mm. girl that everybody mm. likes, but mm. when we see Sadie, she couldn't be further from that image that Sam has of her, which I thought was also fascinating to read. Yeah,
1: that
0: is really, I. that is really true that you say that, I, I
1: sort of got that as well, because he definitely is seeing a different person,
0: yeah.
1: It's, it's a good. great book
0: i'm absolutely loving it <laughs> <laughs> loving it i could talk about it for ages so many intricacies to the plot and the characters and yeah it's good okay so we've, we've we're on chapter four now
1: so um what we're going to do is read up to because we read those pages so easily and quickly we'd like to read a little bit more wouldn't we yeah and i think if anybody's reading with us i'm sure they'll they want to do the same. So we're going to read
0: up to part three, which um Unfair Games. Which is page 125. <laughs> so last week, Claire, you didn't have a book that you were going to read. Have you Have you picked something up? I,
1: I, I, I have. So I'm reading a book called You Don't Know Me by Imran Mahmood. And I got... Given this book, I got bought this book for my fiftieth birthday f- by one of my tennis ladies. So I don't know too much about it. I've only just started it, but the premise of the book is in London. A young man stands accused of murder. All the evidence points to him. The police see see an open and shut case. So it's a crime book. Ooh. So I haven't read a crime book for a while. No, have I? I haven't. Thought, you haven't. Know, you always reading do all these... the emotional ones. Yeah. I know. But at his trial, this man who has tried to stay out of trouble all his life tells an extraordinary story. It is about a young woman who tried to protect her brother and got into terrible trouble. It's about a young man who, in order to save her, entered a dark, violent world he'd avoided for so long. He now stands in the dock and wants to tell you the truth. He needs you to believe him, will
0: you? <gasps> Oh wow! So it's like no. asking for your opinion, so you can kind of think about it as you read. Yeah, so it's very at the
1: moment it is that it's set in like a courtroom, and it's almost like he's talking about the evidence against him in the courtroom. So it's not like somebody else is talking for him; he's doing the talking, the one who's been accused of of murdering and there's lots of evidence that really does point the fingers at him like you know a sweatshirt he was wearing was worn on that his phone tells him that he was in the right same place as the murder victim he's got the gun and the the bullet came from that gun and stuff like that so
0: yeah is it written in we first shall see. person yeah, is that the per- that that's the person who's done the murder? Yeah, like I did yeah. this, I did that. Wow, so it, it could be the case that he's an unreliable narrator, and he is guilty but isn't disclosing the mm-hmm. information. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't um, I don't know how good it'll be, but I got given it, and I just never got round to reading it because I was still reading junior fiction. So uh,
0: I've I've
1: picked it up and
0: gone, oh okay, I'll read it. <laughs> Well, i finished two books since our last podcast. Oh. I know. So I finished, finally, Ariadne by Jennifer Saint. And this is the Greek retelling of the myth of Ariadne with a feminist twist. So she's put at the centre of the story. And it is about how she meets Theseus, how they destroy the Minotaur, and then what happens to Ariadne's story after that. And there is actually quite a lot of her story that happens after the fact. And i've really really enjoyed this book i really enjoy you know greek mythology retellings i really like the writing it's a proper fantasy novel but also easy reading and i I like the feminist touch on it as well because you know in greek myths women are always in a bad place (laughs) especially the gods just do whatever they want to them you know medusa liked her hair let's give her snakes Mm -hmm. on her head you know (laughs) they always end up in (laughs) horrible positions And this was really interesting, and I I didn't know much about Ariadne, to be honest. I only knew about the Minotaur aspect of things. So I did enjoy the retelling, because it felt like a different twist on the story. But it was really sad. The ending was very depressing. I wasn't sure if I liked it. But then I couldn't really see how it would have ended any other way. So overall, really good book. I would say it's a renew. It was, when I first started reading this book, it was definitely an overdue. But I found the further I got along, the more interest I lost. But not a lot. Okay. You know, it was minimal, but I'm just very harsh, you know. Overdue is like five-star rating, whereas this book for me is like four stars. Definitely a renew, though. One I would recommend to people that enjoy fantasy or Greek mythology in general. Brilliant book. And then the second book I finished was... Hysteria by L.J. Ross, which was the audiobook I was listening to, which was the second in a series, <laughs> and it was six hours <laughs> oh, long. Oh, I remember you saying yeah, yeah. that. And, um, you, did, you managed to understand the story then, did you? I did, because it, even though it was the same character from the first book, the the only thing that was really mentioned from the first book was his relationship with his mother, which... I could kind of understand something had gone off there. I didn't know what, but it wasn't enough to detract from the rest of the story. And this one was set in France, and it's about models that start getting attacked. And Alex Gregory, who is the psychologist from England, mm-hmm. has to weigh in on the case. And he's like your typical attractive man. Women just fall in his wake, you know. They think he's great, <laughs> but he's like broody. Um very cheesy it's like watching one of those detective dramas on BBC but i really enjoyed listening to it really enjoyed the read and even though it was cheesy it was easy to follow and that's what I want from an audiobook I want an audiobook that is quick and I can follow what's going on so I loved it I think if you'd really like cheesy detective dramas it's the one for you (laughs) maybe read the first one first because that's what I'm going to move on to next, which is Imposter, <laughs> And see if I read that. That's the first one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to read ah, Imposter okay. next. Well, listen to it. And then I can weigh in on the story as a whole. <laughs> but I really ah. enjoyed it. Um, it's another renew for me. I would definitely tell others to listen to it as an audiobook for sure. Because the narrator was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, finished two books this week, Claire. I feel quite accomplished. Very good. Very good. I'm still reading D- Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. That is the book that I take to work, and I'm loving it still. It's a really nice escape, easy reading. Actually, rom com, yeah, book, isn't it? It is <laughs> 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 super cheesy, but I don't know. With this book, the more I read it, the more I love it. It was one that I wasn't sure on when I started it because it was just so... It was a bit too much, but now I'm just kind of falling in love with the story and the characters and it is a nice, refreshing break. And my last final bit of book news (laughs) is I'm currently reading The Mysterious Case of the Appleton Angels by Janice Hallett because my sister started this book so I had to start it at the same time as well because we like to discuss the story. And I'll probably talk about this one a bit more in our next podcast when I've read a bit more, but all I can say is that at the moment it is a strong overdue because I'm just oh. that obsessed with it. I've read like seventy five pages in the space of like two hours. I can't put it down. Um, but more to come oh, wow. next week. <laughs> i'll probably have finished it next week if we tell anyone about it but yeah i've really <laughs> loved janice hallett i've loved all of her books but this one is exceptional because it is about cults and you know how much i love a good cult story oh i'll be interested to hear about that one mm. that, we
1: love a cult story yeah we do yeah <laughs> oh so it's it's been will book day it has we had a will book day didn't we
0: so you didn't get dressed up though did you know it was the first time in five years I didn't have to get my Wally T-shirt out? Yeah, it was weird well, actually. I did. It was a bit of a non-event. Yeah. Well, usually I
1: alternate between Pippi Longstocking and uh, Dennis the Menace, don't I? I do. But I got. I actually got rid of my outfits because I thought, oh, I probably won't need to do another World Book Day again. Uh, but no, of course I'm in a primary school. And so uh, this year I was the cat in the hat. I
0: loved it. It was a great costume. <laughs> it was a great because I, I didn't know what you're going to be because you mentioned it, but I was like, what's she going to be? Yeah. Yeah. I was the cat in the hat. It was
1: very simple and uh, the kids loved it. Did okay. The kids loved that I wore this tall hat all day and that I had whiskers on my face. <laughs> And I, they kept saying Miss Maris to me, and I said, "I'm not Miss Maris today. You have to call me Cat in the Hat." Miss Cat in the Hat. <laughs> 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 Miss Cat in the Hat. <laughs> so oh,
0: they did a really
1: lovely. They did a really lovely thing um, in the morning, which I thought was really, really lovely. The older ones came down, so they actually, sorry, they split them all into groups. And so um, the older ones were listening to the little ones read or were reading to the little ones. Oh, it was really lovely. It cute. was really like, they, they loved it. It was a really nice moment, it was. But they didn't, um, they didn't have to get dressed up necessarily. They, they, uh, they were encouraged to wear their pyjamas and dressing gowns. But some of the kids <laughs> did get dressed
0: up. I think it sometimes yeah, it takes the pressure off parents a little bit. But it's bit, still like it? fun for the kids to dress up in pajamas and relax with a book.
1: Because that's the best way to read. Uh the best one I saw though was there was a boy in I think he was in year 4. He's a little bit of an eccentric little boy and he was dressed up as Sherlock Holmes. And he had the most amazing costume. He had the the pipe and everything, the hat. He looked brilliant. If it had been a competition, he would have definitely would.
0: And that brings us to the end of the podcast. I hope you had a great World Book Day. And remember, me and Claire are reading to page 125 in the book, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin, uh, which is getting us to the third part in the book, which is it's really exciting. Um, so please join along and read with us. Let us know your thoughts and also tell us what you did on World Book Day. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.